The Law School of America Excise tax in the United States is an indirect tax on listed items. Excise taxes can be and are made by federal, state, and local governments and are not uniform throughout the United States. Some excise taxes are collected from the producer or retailer and not paid directly by the consumer, and as such often remain hidden in the price of a product or service, rather than being listed separately. Federal Excise Taxes and Revenues Federal excise taxes raised $98.3 billion in fiscal year 2015 or 3% of total federal tax revenue. Fuel Excise taxes on fuel raised $37.4 billion in fiscal year 2015. These fuel taxes raised 90% of the Highway Trust Fund, 18.4 cents for gasoline and 24.4 cents for diesel fuel per gallon. Airport and Airway Trust Fund Excise taxes dedicated to the Airport and Airway Trust Fund raised $14.3 billion in fiscal year 2015. 90% of the excise tax revenue comes from taxing passenger airfares and the remaining 10% comes from air cargo and aviation fuel taxes. Affordable Care Act Excise Taxes Excise taxes for the Affordable Care Act raised $16.3 billion in fiscal year 2015. $11.3 billion was an excise tax placed directly on health insurers based on their market share. The ACA was going to impose a 40% Cadillac tax on expensive employer-sponsored health insurance but that was postponed until 2018, and later further postponed and eventually repealed before its rollout on December 20, 2019. Annual excise taxes totaling $3 billion were levied on importers and manufacturers of prescription drugs. An excise tax of 2.32% on medical devices and a 10% excise tax on indoor tanning services are applied as well. The same budget bill that repealed the Cadillac tax also repealed the medical device tax for all sales occurring after December 31. Tobacco Excise taxes on tobacco raised $14.5 billion in fiscal year 2015. The tax equals about $1 per 20-pack of cigarettes. Alcohol Excise taxes on alcoholic beverages raised $9.6 billion in fiscal year 2015. Cannabis In 2020, state and local governments earned over $3 billion in tax revenue from cannabis taxes. Constitutional Law The U.S. Constitution ratified in 1789, gave the federal government authority to tax, stating that Congress has the power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, and excises, to pay the debts and provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States. Tariffs between states are prohibited by the U.S. Constitution and all domestically made products can be imported or shipped to another state tax-free. In the U.S. constitutional law sense, an excise tax is usually an event tax, as opposed to a state of being tax. A recent exception to this state of being principle is the minimum essential coverage tax under Internal Revenue Code Section 5008A as enacted by the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Public Law 111-148, whereby a tax penalty is imposed as an indirect tax on the condition of not having health insurance coverage, as reasoned by Chief Justice John Roberts in National Federation of Independent Business v. Sibelius, it is triggered by specific circumstances. Federal excise taxes are also required by the U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, to be uniform throughout the United States. All duties, imposts and excises shall be uniform throughout the United States. Historical Background Federal excise taxes have a storied background in the United States. Responding to an urgent need for revenue following the American Revolutionary War, 
After the U.S. Constitution was ratified by the Ninth State in 1788 the newly elected First United States Congress passed, and President George Washington, signed the Tariff Act of July 4, 1789, which authorized the collection of tariff duties, customs, on imported goods. Tariffs and excise taxes were authorized by the United States Constitution and recommended by the first U.S. Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, in 1789, to tax foreign imports. Hamilton thought it was important to start the U.S. federal government out on a sound financial basis with good credit and a regular, easily collected source of revenue. Customs duties, tariffs, on imported goods, as set by tariff rates, were the source of about 80 to 95 percent of all federal revenue up to 1860. Having just fought a war over taxation, among other things, the U.S. Congress wanted a reliable source of income that was relatively unobtrusive, brought in enough money to pay off the debt and pay for the relatively low-cost federal government, at the time, and be relatively easy to collect. Tariffs met all these criteria. In addition to tariffs, low excise taxes were imposed to provide the federal government with some additional money to pay part of its operating expenses and to help redeem at full value U.S. federal debts and the debts the states had accumulated during the American Revolutionary War. The first federal budget was about $4.6 million and the population in the 1790 U.S. Census was about $4 million, so that the average federal tax was about $1 person per year. At that time, tradesmen earned about 25 cents a day for a 10 to 12 hour day so federal taxes could be paid with about four days' work. Paying even this was usually optional, as taxed imports listed on the tariff list could usually be avoided by buying domestic products if desired. Congress set low excise taxes on only a few goods, such as whiskey, rum, tobacco, snuff, and refined sugar. These low excise taxes accounted for only a small percentage of the federal income. See Table on U.S. Historical Taxes. Tariffs, custom duties, were initially by far the largest source of federal income. The excise tax on whiskey was so despised by Western farmers who had no easy way to transport their bulky grain harvests to market without converting them into alcohol that it led to the Whiskey Rebellion, which had to be quelled by President Washington calling up the militia and suppressing the rebellious farmers, all of whom were later pardoned. In the days before steamboats, canals, railroads, etc. bulky cargo could not economically be shipped far. The whiskey excise tax collected so little and was so despised that it was abolished by President Thomas Jefferson in 1802. In the Napoleonic Wars and the War of 1812 the imports and tariff taxes in the United States plummeted and Congress in 1812 brought back the excise tax on whiskey to partially compensate for the loss of customs-slash-tariff revenue. Within a few years customs duties brought in enough federal income to abolish again nearly all federal taxes except tariffs. When the United States public debt was finally paid off in 1834, President Andrew Jackson abolished the excise taxes and reduced the customs duties, tariffs, in half. Excise taxes stayed essentially zero until the American Civil War brought a need for much more federal revenue. Excise taxes were reintroduced on a wider range of items and income taxes were introduced. Progressive activists, including the temperance movement, successfully lobbied for the 16th Amendment establishing a federal income tax in order to reduce the government's dependence on alcohol taxes for revenue. By about 1916, the loans taken out during the Civil War were all paid off and the excise taxes were again set very low. On January 16, 1919 the 18th Amendment was passed and alcohol production, sale and transport were essentially prohibited. 
taxing alcohol products would have produced almost no income, given that alcohol sales and production had gone underground. All federal excise taxes remained essentially zero for the next 10 years. During the Great Depression, 1929 through 1939, President Franklin D. Roosevelt and Congress started reintroducing excise taxes to increase federal income which had dropped because of the much lower incomes and the resulting lower income tax collections. On December 5, 1933 the 21st Amendment was ratified and alcohol production became legal again. The healthy excise tax on now legal alcoholic beverages paid about one-third of all federal taxes during the Great Depression. Excise taxes now have become an established part of the general budget as well as the source of funds for various trusts. The U.S. has expanded the definition of items on the excise tax list as trusts for highways, airports, vaccines, black lung, oil spills, etc. have been set up. These are financed by excise taxes on fuels, tickets, vaccines, coal, oil, etc. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike License. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America